Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's playing fuck with my thing now. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Carl. How are you, mate? All right? I'm all right, yeah. Thanks, Luke. How are you? Very well, thank you for asking. Very well for... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't know how I'm going to do this now, but... Yeah, okay. Um, no. I can... Yeah, it's good. Um, oh, sorry, mate. I'm, I'm, I'm in two worlds. I'm just trying to sort this new Instagram live thing out. So, every, welcome, everybody. Uh, obviously, obviously, this morning, we're... Um, we're going to uh, have a bit of a chat about yesterday, a little bit of a chat about um, things that things that are upcoming. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll run a bit of a an intro, and we will uh, we'll get into it. We have got a guest joining as well, so it's worth noting. No, noting, yeah. noting, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, this is Don Matteo, and then you are listening to the Auto Know Better podcast. Let's do this. <laughs> you look like fucking Brolin, you're a Leeds eating bastard. Or some sort of fucking weird floating head. No. You tensile player a bit, innit? I mean, I feel a bit right, dickhead. Nothing spectacular, really. Good morning. Um, I'm morning. having some real issues here. Uh, I'm not going to lie. What? So basically, what I've done, I've managed to get. Instagram live going this morning for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a few seconds behind and everything through Instagram live is playing through my ear. Um, now I'm talking to you and then I'm having it back in my ear like about five seconds after. Right. 
uh, try uh, closing the Instagram. Can you can you not just close the you Instagram? Can't close it, mate. I don't know how it bloody works. I'm not clever enough. I probably should have tested this before I um before I just don't know before I started. So, but either way, I, I'm gonna have to just deal with it. I think, but I'm gonna have to be able to listen to you and me at the same time. Um, and then when Joe comes on, then as well, you see. Yeah, I just gonna close Instagram down. Anywho, so we've probably gone off Instagram, but who cares? Because yeah, uh, I couldn't deal with that all morning. But anyway, mate, how are you doing? I'm okay, yeah. Not too bad. I'm awake anyway. Hungover? Um, um, oh, I wouldn't say hungover. Um, I did wake up on the couch at 3 o'clock this morning, but, you know. Alone? Oh, oh, that's okay. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. 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 What were you watching? Yeah, what were you watching when you uh, were you watching fantastic. Babe uh, Station Freeview or something like that? No, I actually put on Match of the Day. Uh, and I got to, uh, I got to just where they started the looting game, and then I passed out. All right, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, Josie, and now let's get Joe in. Joe, morning, mate. How you doing? Morning, mate. Yeah, I was just laughing away there to uh, to what was being said. <laughs> still, mate, I've still got my dressing gown on me. I'm not long being up, so yeah. we don't have a dress code on this on this yeah, channel. We don't even have a code. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, cheers for joining us, mate. This morning, I know me and you were on chill quite late last night. Um, yeah, yeah. Sort of trying to. No, quash a few, a few myths and 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 things about um, obviously around around people's thoughts, I suppose after it. But we'll get, I suppose we'll get into that a little bit. Let's let's actually start start with the game. Um, and yeah, I've just listened to Glenn Kamara's interview actually, uh, and it was quite interesting that he, he he openly said, I don't know if you've heard it, his interview with Jermaine and, and Emma on on the LU TV live channel. He he mentioned around. Yeah, we, we were the better side, but we couldn't break them down. It, 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 it seems to be a bit repetitive, that. And I know, Joe, we've gone into it in some depth last night, but but if the players are noticing that, well, you know, what what else can change? Is it for me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's mad, isn't it? Because I've just been listening to Square Ball as well, actually, the match ball this morning. And uh, they were talking about what Leeds could have done differently. Now, in that game, and I know it's hard to look at that game in isolation because everyone's, like, losing their minds at the minute. But I don't think we did a hell of a lot wrong, you know, on reflection. Um, I don't even think the subs were wrong. Um, I look at it, and he didn't just throw six strikers on. He brought on Nonto, and he brought on Bamford. And I thought, apart from Bamford just jogging about, because I know we some like Bamford, some don't, but I just don't think he impacted the game at all yesterday. There was one moment where he touched the ball and he tackled himself, but I thought Nonto was pretty effective. Um, I just thought Joppy did okay. That was a surprise. So I, I, I was trying to think about it, mate, while I was just um, you know, on the toilet there, to be fair. <laughs> and I, was, <laughs> I was thinking, what did we actually do wrong? Like, what, what could... Because, listen, man, I've woke up this morning, I'm seeing, oh... And if he was American, would be saying this. I'm like, what's going on here, man? Like, I, I, I I'm really surprised at the the full outrage, the uh, elitism um, of of some people right now. You know, I, I I've just sent you something in the in the private chat, and we, we were yeah, talking yesterday, Luke. Um, we were talking yesterday about um, you know, leads since um since august because august we were saying last night it's been it's been mad um it'd actually be third i think only two points behind ipswich and uh ipswich and leicester since august 
you know, um, according to that table. Um, so yeah, it's, I think we're doing all right, but it's just because it's looked at as a as a collective and Ipswich and uh, Leicester are so far ahead. But yeah, actually, yesterday, I don't know what more we could have done apart from be better finishers. Now that for me is not on the manager. Um, I did forget to mention this in my post-match. I remember losing my head at the time. Dan James, that penalty. It, it, I guess you were at the game. I, I Obviously, I'm sat at home watching it. Why he's gone down is beyond me. Whether or not he's not confident enough to think, I can't stay on my feet and finish this with two centre-backs, so I'm just going to try and go down. But it was abysmal. It was abysmal, and that was such a silly decision. But I thought Dan James played well yesterday. I'm just trying to look at reasons as to why we didn't win the game. And I can't really come up with any loop. I I, I think we played well yesterday. Honestly, I do. Um, And that's trying to be objective. I don't think we actually played bad. I don't... I don't think we played bad, John. No, I think you're right. No. I don't think I don't think we didn't play bad. I think the I think the frustration is born out of dominating eighty minutes of that game and having full control of of the of the possession and and the territory and and everything else that goes with it and 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 just just not just not seeing the game out, you know. And we we we've spoken about it on on not only last night but also on um, on the final words so many times now that we just don't seem to be that team that that's. You know, you look at Southampton's result yesterday. They go and batter somebody four or five nil. You know, yeah. and, and unless it, we haven't done that this season yet, despite how good we are, we haven't really. Uddersfield, maybe in four one and, and what? Well. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, but but other than that, we've not really battered anybody. And 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 it goes back to what we're saying here, Carl. I don't know what I don't know what your thoughts on this are, but but Joe and I certainly agreed that. Do you think that the instructions are to, to, to slow the temp once we go ahead? Do we tend to? And I was, obviously, I weren't at the game yesterday. I've been to a fair few this season, but do you do you, do you do you does it feel like the tempo drops when we go ahead or when we go two up? Does it because obviously Plymouth managed to get a goal back and they're not they're not not anything to shout about. Do do you tend to feel that's an instruction or do you think it's it's the players who 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 just sort of drop off a little bit and 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 you know maybe 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 get that little bit overconfident as we mentioned Joe what about you Cal do you agree with that um i like yeah i i did notice there was stuff like that happening more recently than than yesterday and and it's hard to to understand why when you go 1-0 up and you've got a team on the back foot and they're clearly shook from going 1-0 down why you decide to slow a game down i uh i look at the way we play at the minute and i I can see there's a lot of positives in there, but then you do see the likes of um, Meslier. I know it's it's part of the tactics or whatever, but when he's dilly-dallying on the ball and he doesn't get it out wide, when you can see yourself that all the all that all that we're doing is getting players out wide and going with it, like it's it's impossible to to understand if it's a a, a tactic, which I I'd be honest with you isn't probably the best tactic on the planet. Once you go a goal up. Just go for the jugular, get another one, get another one, get another one. Don't let them rest. I think the way it, it looks and feels when you're there or even watching on TV, it's like we get that goal and then we invite teams into the game. And for some reason, teams seem to have worked that out. Like, And, and that's why we kind of struggle, I think, after a little bit. I, I'm i not going to criticise Farrakh by any means at all, at all. Ipswich and... and Leicester having freak seasons. Like uh, the points we're on now, we'd be top essentially in any other season. Really, I can't criticise Far too much. Um, 
what I would say is his substitutions could maybe come a little earlier. If if we're losing the flow of the game, um, try and get them on a little sooner. I thought uh, in that first half, I'd have I'd have hooked uh, Rutter at half time and put Nanto in the ten, uh, and put Piro up front. I know Farrak wants to play the way he wants to play, but I genuinely would have put Nanto in the ten role and and taken Rutter off and put Piro up front and see how that works because. We bought Nanto initially as a striker, didn't we? We did, and yeah. Yeah, so why not play him down the middle where he's been most effective for the Italian team? It got him in the Italian team, even playing for Zurich. So why not try him down the middle? He can pick a pass. Uh, he's strong on the ball. He's well able to hold it up. I, I don't know. I just These are little things that I'm kind of noticing. I don't know if anyone else yeah. is, is, is... No, I, is compl- I, I, I agree. But I think, I think probably... Probably where my frustrations are not necessarily with, with, with the team or with Farker, but more mm. with, with with our fans, I think. And and yeah. it's it's around it's around Farker and the fact that that they're blaming him. Look, I've seen somebody compare him to. Somebody said yesterday, if he was American, he wouldn't be get. He'd be under so much stick now. Yesterday, and now I'm not going to name that person for obvious reasons or whatever. Because I don't know if he was taking the piss, but um, he, he, that's that's pretty much what he said. Um, so he was essentially comparing him to. You know, to um, to Jesse. Um, so my frustrations come 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 from there. And and look, nobody's beyond criticism. We all expect that actually there is tweaks that could be made, and we can all see. You know, we could see tweaks that could have been made could have been made with Marcelo's system if it had just dropped from man marking sometimes to go zonal. We'd probably have conceded less goals. You know, it's 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 quite simple sometimes as an outsider looking in and as a fan and after a few pints and talking to your mates and that, but. Realistically, I mean, is there anything that you, other than the substitutions and little tweaks here and there, maybe swapping a couple of positions, is there anything that you're, Joe, I'll ask you this actually, is there anything that, and I, know, I probably know the answer, but is there anything that you're completely unhappy with in in terms of, to the level of some of the actual tweets and some of the Instagram posts and things we've seen yesterday? No, that's, that's what I don't understand. I genuinely think, mate, and people won't want to hear it, if you if we could somehow just remove Leicester and Ipswich from everyone's retinas for a second, they would all be like, Oh, we're doing well, man. Don't worry. Yesterday's would have been look, you can't win them all. It's mm-hmm. fine. It's because they're so far ahead that we're like, we're rubbish. We're yeah, doing I'll it. Just all share wrong. this, Joe, while you're talking, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, Joe's just, on, mate. just shared this um this league with us, um, the I think it's I think it's um, See, with with August games taken out. I think, mate, someone shared it, it with yeah. me. Yeah, with August games taken out. So, um, yeah, if you can see that, um, so we're taking August out. So we, I know we didn't have. I mean, we didn't have the best of August. We didn't have the worst August. We only no, lost no. one game. In we we didn't. Yeah. You know, we had players that playing for us who were no longer here. We didn't. It was uncertain. We had two keepers on the bench. We had all these little things going on that. You know that 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 disrupted the football club essentially. But you take August out and Ipswich are top by six points, and unless they're only three in front of us, you know, take that's take that's taking the most troublesome month out of, of football mm. that we've arguably had. You know, we've had a takeover in, in, we've had players in, players out, we've had players not training with the first team. One of them st- who's still with us. You know, there was a lot happened in August, and I know we can't discount August because it's it was a, the first month of the season. But yeah. because we are using that as a, let's say, a, a bedding in period, yeah, yeah. yeah, bedding in period. If we, if we were, if this was the table now, 
we would not we would not be where we were after a draw yesterday. We, we wouldn't be sort of calling for Farkas and everything, would we? Yeah. No, 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 that's that's the main I mean, point. I just I mean why not? Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, no, exactly. But I mean that table's from the first of September to the seventeenth of the uh December, um, you know, today. So, you know, Leicester have got a game, maybe they win, but again, that's just six points. Do you know what I mean? That's nothing. We'd all yeah. be sat here going, Well, we've got Ipswich next, and then Ipswich have got Leicester. We might be in top two. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But because of August, and I do put a lot on that. I know we did win some games. We actually beat Ipswich in August. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We, but even if you look at that game, they scored three goals and everyone keeps telling me, oh, it was a lot closer than you think. Well, no, actually, the three goals they scored, we gifted, man. Rodon mm. scored an old goal. You know, we were all over the shop for me for the full month. Uh, Cardiff draw at the start of the season. We got beat by Birmingham, which was a rubbish game. How That was a late penalty, if I remember Dan James fouling yeah. someone. So, you know, yeah, look, there are things that we as a fan base go, just pay Piro in the nine and Rutter in the ten, please, right? You know, I get it. I do get it. Um, you know, make your subs earlier. Don't wait till we're behind to throw six strikers on or don't wait till we're two goals in front to then bring on the old guard. Because that seems to be the genuine thing. It's like we get two goals in front, he's comfortable enough and goes. And, I, I, and maybe it's a case of Daniel Farker properly doesn't trust this squad. Um, that's that's all I can put it down to, why he's not using Gruyev, for example. I'm not saying he needed to come on yesterday because I actually thought Ampadu was back to his best. Mm. Um, I thought he was Ampadu really, good, was yesterday. really good yesterday. Yeah, really good. I thought I thought Rodon was really good yesterday and we've been saying, oh, they look a bit jaded because if we look at Rodon and Ampadu at Sunderland, I thought they were both pretty poor. Yeah. Compare them yesterday, they were arguably the best players on the pitch. Put Rodon and Ampadu, especially Ampadu on the cover. Whenever someone lost it, he'd just mort around, nick the ball, and we go back up the pitch. Because to be fair, it was an easy team to defend against. Like, like we said yesterday, look, they just hoofed it up to Ellie Sims. I think the, the frustrating thing is the goal as well. Like, they shouldn't score, we'd all be laughing. We'd all be laughing. They shouldn't have. A, I, they had no right to have no, their centre forward in that position, no. did they? At that time of the no. game, the centre back. No centre back. Yeah, sorry, the centre <laughs> yeah. back. Mad no, then. They, they, yeah. A catalogue of errors, weren't it? Where that's mm. obvious. That I, I still don't know because I've not seen the, the the goal back. But I don't know. I think the square ball. I just listened to said Kamara lost the ball, but how it ended up wherever to a centre back heading it in the back of the net. That's where the real issue lies. Um, mm. Further back, but. Yeah, I don't look bar the Rutter Rutter Piro switch. I'm I'm not too sure, but I agree with <laughs> There's somebody got a girl under the bed. Oh, hold on a second. One second. <laughs> One second. <laughs> is that Gaelic? Was that Gaelic, do you think? I was is, thinking... is he letting her out of the cellar, is he? <laughs> it must be Gaelic, I think, maybe. I'm not too uh, sure. No, mate, I com I completely agree with you. I think I think other than why not even try it? Just try it. Yeah, yeah. And yesterday would have been a good game to try it in because they didn't put us under much pressure. No, yeah. You know, yeah. you know. I mean, in terms of we didn't feel like they were they, they were sort of in our half much. Um, Ipswich isn't the game to try it. Do you know what I mean? Because it worked no. well at Ipswich with Pirro behind him. You know, yeah, that's yeah. where we, we that's where we we scored four goals and Pirro and, and Rutter played really well together. Uh, there's no reason why they can't change it as per opposition as well. I think, I think. Teams that we struggle to break down, Rutter would be better in the ten and Piro in uh, in front. However, 
in teams in the games where it's more open, I think it really works really well where where Pirro plays behind Rutter. So it's just it's it's just real. It's it, it's frustrating, and it is just a tweak, isn't it? It's not it's not we need a new style because we've got we since since Fark has come in, it's arguably been the first time we've had an actual style uh, play patterns since Marcelo. You know, and we've had, yeah. we've enjoyed it. You said last night we had um, one of your mates on a Leicester fan, wasn't he? Um, I yeah, forget his yeah, name. Yeah. And he, he came on, he said, Leeds play the most exciting football in the league. He said, Leicester are boring, but they're getting wins. We yeah. play the most exciting football in the league. And, and and we've got fans telling us that we've got no ID, we've got no 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 you know no no patterns, no no excitement. It's boring to watch. I mean, I don't know where they get that from, Cal. Is it did it feel boring when you've been in the stadium there yesterday? No, I, I don't think it does. Like we're we're electric when we go forward. Um, the only problem I find is that we get very narrow once we get into the final third. Where, like Piro's a big lad, Rudder's a big lad. We've got a couple of you know Ampadu and Kamara breaking late in the box. Like we've got tall players in there, and and we don't seem to be uh, utilizing when we do get it wide. Like we just seem to right get in the box, make it narrow. Get a get get a pullback somewhere along the lines, and sometimes it can be a bit predictable. But when we break, we could score every time when we break if we just pick the right pass or utilize the options out wide. Because yesterday, I found that when we did have the ball, strike was bringing it forward towards the end of the game, but it was very slow to play it out to Nanto. It was very um, like Nanto was in acres of space at one point, and a quick ball out to him had their um their right back and, and right centre back absolutely taken out of the game. Um maybe stuff like that could be a little bit, you know, quicker in, in the transition. But all in all, I think the way we're playing at the moment is is very, very nice to watch. Um I don't feel it you know like last season, we just didn't know what the fuck was going on at half the time, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, so, that's fair. but at least we can see a kind of pattern of play, uh, in, in yeah. what uh, Farrak wants to do rather than just you know a chaos, just it wasn't yeah. even organized chaos, it was just chaos. Like, yeah, no, I completely agree. I mean, in terms of the, the actual feeling in the stadium, because obviously I, I wasn't there yesterday, uh, I do go most get most weeks, but um. I, and I know the answer to this, but does the answer, does the feeling and the um, the atmosphere within the stadium mirror that of social media? Do you think there's anybody calling for Farkas Head who are actually watching the games? No, I don't think so. Not absolutely. Not. Not, like absolutely. no one around me has even mentioned anything about letting Farker go or anything like that. That that conversation isn't even happening. The only conversation that's happening is why the hell is Deej spent playing at left back when he clearly can't play at left back. Um, I don't think he did bad there yesterday. He was for me. He was the problem with the goal. He he put yeah. in a soft, 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 soft tackle before the the cross went in. Not not happy with this. I'm I genuinely, I wasn't happy with his performance yesterday. Any time you could see how weak he is on his left foot because every time he bombed forward, and he was getting into such good positions, he'd stop, come back around, play it inside, and you're like. Yeah, just have the confidence in yourself to knock it round that 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 right back, and beat him for pace. And all you have to do when you've got the ball in front of you and you're striding onto it, you only need to kick it with your left foot. And chances yeah. are, it's going to be a half decent cross. It's the momentum of the ball and and your pace that brings you out. And you can, you can use your left foot, but he he hasn't got one. It's just for standing on. That's all his left foot for is just for standing <laughs> on. Still better than Fairpo's left foot. 
<laughs> I think you make a great point, and and I think as good as Archie's been at right back, I have sort of come round to the idea that we're playing two players out of position. Why not? And and listen, I think Gray can actually play right back, so I would argue, mm. you know, he's adapted that. So are you really playing him out of position? But the the trade up you would get if Spence was on his right foot over him having to check back because he's not confident on his left probably is a massive improvement, to be fair. So I, I do think there is a case of saying, why not just have one player out of position? Because we know, we, we've already seen this season that Archie could probably play at centre-back and we'd all go, he'll probably do a job. Yeah. He, he's that type of player. He's he's that good. He's intelligent. So So for me... I would make a case for saying, right, next game, let's switch them to. Because I also think on the right-hand side, Spence would dovetail with the right winger or whoever that is so well. He, he does to an extent with Somerville, but like you said, they end up getting in each other's way because mm. they both try and come inside because they're both yeah. like predominantly right-footed. Whereas Spence on the right-hand side is going to be able to overlap and get the ball and maybe whip one in and find a pass, you know, cut back or even run at the 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 fullback that he's up against, which, you know, I think he'll fancy nine times out of ten. So I, I think there is a case for saying that um, against Ipswich, yeah, I would give it a go, especially with Leif Davis going to be playing so high. There's going to be yeah. so much space for, for Spence to bomb into, to be fair. Yeah. yeah. I, I, uh, just to put it to you, Joe, while you're on, um, I personally would feel confident enough of Archie playing left back uh, far better than Spence. Because I think, like you said, he's a very intelligent player for his age. He's 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 unreal. Like, and he can turn on a, a sixpence. He can get like you've seen him get out of tight, tight corners in the right. Um, when we we've been on the back foot, I'd be more confident putting him on the left hand side and Deej Spence on the right than I would having it the other way around. Like you said, playing two players out of position. Mm. I, I I think he's intelligent enough and good enough to play left back. Yes, it, I think it. I think we I think I think we've I think we've whatever we've got a right footed left a right foot player playing at left back, we're always gonna have that issue, regardless of who it mm -hmm. is, because they're always gonna feel more confident coming back inside and playing it back to Pascal Stroik than putting it on the left foot and playing it round him to Cree or whoever's down that left hand side. Um and that's one thing we are missing, and I think that's one thing a lot of teams have wised up to as well, knowing actually. We don't really need to mark Crewell is out on the left too much because they're not really going to get the ball out to him. If we put a player, if we put a player in front of whoever's playing left back, he's not going to attempt that pass nine times out mm. of ten. So you know, it is. I think it is something worth worth definitely worth knowing. I just wanted to um, just want to get through uh, a few of these comments. We had some really. Do good you know what? Just to just while you get some comments in, uh, Johnny Cooper's yeah. just tweeted out: Leeds United have still yet to win a Championship game this season without Sam Byram in the starting eleven. So we've really? played six with him, drawn five and and, and lost one. So that's without him, I mean. One. Yeah, without him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, uh, well, yeah, I was going to try and make that point as well. Like, you, you were on about Sam Byram or <clears throat> right-footed players playing <clears throat> on the left. I don't think it, it, it has faced Sam Byram in the slightest. If you didn't know who Sam Byram was and you just started watching football for the first time, you'd look at him and think, yeah, he is actually a left-back. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, he is a left-back, left but he's a right-footed left-back, isn't he? Yeah, but he, he he's well able to use his left foot. He can turn on players with his left foot, and he's naturally right-footed. Like so, the the point Johnny makes is a fantastic point because it just shows that he is our left back at the moment for me. Yeah, no, I complete, I completely get that, mate. Um, right then, sorry, mate. Just back to um, yeah. 
comments. Uh, I'll, I'll, let's just get that. Let's just get Johnny Cooper's comment up, uh, just to just to sort of because uh, I missed that. Um, present that we Johnny Cooper, yeah. So there it is. Uh, Leeds are yet to win the championship. Five one, five draws, one defeat. Leeds have won twelve of the sixteen games when he started. That's mad, isn't it? And and look, I have to I have to take my hat off to him because I was I was one of the few who questioned this signing massively uh, when, yeah. when when we signed him because I didn't think we would get as I didn't think we would get twelve games out of him if I'm perfectly honest mm-hmm. with his injury record at, at this level. But but it just goes to show how how important somebody being in the club and and it goes back to this this argument about the old guard and, and why you know people are saying to bin him off like. You need players who know Leeds United and you need players who know what it is to be around and people who just get it. Archie Gray is one who gets it. You know, Liam Cooper, regardless of your thoughts on his defensive acumen, he gets it. Luke Ayling, another Stuart Dallas. Those types of players are are really important. If you had a team of Willie Nontos or Creed Somerville's running around, the place would be absolute carnage, wouldn't it? You know, they'd all be taking each other's head off and that. You look at look at the final whistle yesterday. Somebody didn't shake Creed's hand, and he went. Oh, Creed didn't shake the lad's hand, and he went off on one. You know, you need these. You need these calm heads around, and and often when you're playing beside somebody like this, it just gives you that additional percentage of confidence. You know that this player is is there for, and, and going to be, but there, but but yeah, no, completely agree. Um, around. What were your thoughts on on Byram actually, Joe? When when he signed, were you similar to me, or did you think he'd be a good signing? No, so I remember being frustrated with the fact that the there were the Forty ers took so long in in getting transfers, and I was trying to because I felt people were a little bit too relaxed about it. It proved that they were right in the end, but I was going, you know, if you'd have told me we're signing Sam Byram at the end of last season, you'd have lost your shit. Why is everyone okay with this? But the actual yeah. signing of Sam Byram, I I liked, and I think listen, I'm I'm I'm. Um, Everyone is a fan in different ways, right? I get attached and have like, and I always liked Sam Byram. I remember when he when he came through, when he was a shining light, even under Warnock, when he was playing him at right wing at times. And I was a bit gutted that he left. And then obviously he's had these injuries. So I actually seen him come back. I remember doing a, a short about it because I think the season he broke through, he was our player of the year. Um, so he was, you know. For me, I, I liked it. Did I think it had gone as well as this? No. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm buzzing for him. Like, and I hope he get promoted just so he can be in the squad in the Premier League yeah. with <laughs> yeah. Leeds. Do you know what I mean? He deserves, he deserves it, that. He? Yeah, he deserves he it. But that's the type of fans we have. There'll be others that'll go, oh, the standards are on the floor. Get him gone. We need to bring Mediocrity. him out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is what I'm <laughs> exactly. saying. Everyone's different, man. That's the point. I, I want him to just come on. For 10 minutes in the Premier League, and I'll be like, Yes, buzzing. <laughs> well, like, yeah. did, didn't he say in an interview there recently that um, he it, it, it didn't feel like the right time when he left Leeds that he, you know, he, he left because he wanted to get back up with the club and he wanted to be there and he wanted to do this and that. And he kind of said, This is my second chance to help the club get up. And when a player comes in like that, regardless of anybody's opinions of him, whether they want him there, they don't want him there, whatever the case may be. Like you said, Joe, that's the the kind of player that you want around the squad. Someone that actually knows what it means to the whole club and city, not just these kind of guys that have come in and they understand all the culture of Leeds United, but they don't know what it means. I mean, let's 
let's be real. Cree Somerville, Willie Nonto, those types of players, they're using Leeds United as a stepping stone. They're going to yeah, go yeah. way and beyond playing for Leeds United, aren't they? You know, it's a stepping stone to them. To people like Sam Byram and 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 and, and Liam Cooper and and and, and Aileen and and. I mean, actually, Gray's probably we're not using it as a stepping stone, but it will go on to bigger and better things, hopefully, yeah. with Leeds. But, but they that this is their pinnacle. This is the top of that. This is the level they can get to, and that's why it means so much more to them. I feel. But mm-hmm. look, we, we can sit and, and 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 go on about old guard, new guard, all that bollocks for, for hours. But um, let's go on to a few of these comments. Um, Simon Colley says one for your lads to mull over. I see a few posts about Farker having no plan B. Does anyone subscribe to this? Um, do we think he's got a plan B, or do we do we just do do we do we do the OBL? So do we do plan A better? Do you know what I mean? I don't I don't see I don't see what we're doing. We're not doing much wrong, are we? Other than not scoring enough goals sometimes, which which isn't necessarily down to Farker because we had his chances yesterday. Yeah, I think is there a case for maybe a different plan that Caesar's being able to break down a low block, which is where we're it- struggling, but. I think we struggled under Bielsa in that in certain games as well. Sometimes mm-hmm. teams just do it really well. Like I would look at that Huddersfield game where we battered them. That is a case for a team that tried to do it and a shite mm. at doing it, right? Mm. And still left massive gaps and massive holes. If you compared that with Sunderland, they were very good at doing it. Their three centre-backs, I think Ballard and um, Luke nine, and then you had the wing-backs of Trey Hume and, and uh, Huggins... As a unit, I think we could have played all day and we were never scoring. They were that good at it. You know, you just come up. Sometimes you can't find the key to unlock the door. That ultimately, unless you have a Pablo who can play that, or even I rated click with his reverse passes that none of us even seen, and all you yeah. all of a sudden yeah. Saez or whoever's getting on the end of it, and you're like, whoa, how did he even see that pass? You know. So yeah. I do think with better personnel, but again, I don't think that's the tactics. That's just having better players. If he had better players to call on, he would use them. So I've heard a lot that Leeds will only get one or two when I subscribe to that. But the closer we get and the more I hear Farker, I think we're going to be very busy in January. I think we might see a few. Yeah, I do, because I think Mm. the 49ers want to... Because I think the 49ers will see there is a real opportunity. And the facts are, we can all sit here. If we do not go up, this squad is going to be ripped apart. Because yeah, there's absolutely. too many good... Rodon's not staying. Spence won't stay. You then go into midfield. Okay, you might keep Ampadu and Kamara, but you're losing Somerville. You're losing Nonto. You're losing Rutter. You know, you that then is almost like you, you need the new front four. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. The, the 49ers must know that, now nah, we need to throw everything at this. We really do, so... Yeah. Yeah. In terms of the plan B, then do we think this plan B is just to go all out attack? And what do you make of that then, Carl? When when we've got six strikers on the pitch and look, it it's effective because we create more chances and it's it's frustrating because we actually play high energy, high tempo, and and look like we want to score for the last ten minutes of every game when we're mm-hmm. chasing either either a win or or a point. And is that his plan B? And is it a plan B or is it just a, a hail mary for you? What what do you, what, what are your thoughts on when he just? I mean, he didn't do it yesterday. Yeah. He did it in he did it in two two separate transitions, didn't he? To two periods. So he... spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have twenty minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. 
Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Brought Bamford and Nonto on first and then brought Joffe on and... That was it, wasn't it? Uh, they brought off, uh, was it just the three subs yesterday? Yeah. Bamford, Nonto, yeah. and Joffe, yeah. 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 And then um, brought Joffe on. So, I mean, I, even though, I mean, bearing in mind he came off for a left back, a centre midfielder, and um, who else came off yesterday? Dan James, was it? Yeah. No. No, James Piro. said on. Piro. Piro, so the, so the, so they made three, brought three attackers on, but only brought one attacker off. So I mean, we essentially had five or six forwards <clears> that, on at that time. Still, well, what? So what? Are you, what are your thoughts on that? Do I think that's a plan B or a hail mary? I, I, I think it's a bit of both, if I'm being honest. But that kind of a hail mary is only going to work when you've got that creative player that can find that pass in the middle, um, or even find that little dink over the back of the the defence when we're playing tight and and playing in their final third. Like Joe said, Sunderland were by far and away the best team we came up against when it came to uh, counter-attacking our aggressive kind of style moving forward. They they very much kill off the lines where you would we would normally find these little intricate passes. And I think that's where we're kind of losing a bit of the momentum when we do the Hail Mary Plan B scenario is that we don't have that player who can find that, that one ball in a tight space where they've got like they essentially had eleven players behind the ball for yeah. large portions of it, and then trying to just they're ten yeah. and they left Ellis Sims up front and just yeah. hope with a long long out ball that they'd find him somewhere. Yeah. He's quite quick, yeah. quite strong. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Smart is said here. What are you supposed to do against a regimented team that are disciplined, mm. solid defensively? We'll yeah. always struggle. Any team yeah. would. Plan B is to put more attacking players on the field, and I think he's right. Yeah. It's not often I agree with Smarty, but I think I think he's spot on. I think what else? I think I think I think I think we've all sort of around beaten around the actual correct answer, and is it is to have a naturally gifted number ten in there who's got vision, who can you know play a you know you mentioned mm-hmm. it, who can play a reverse pass or, or you know nutmeg a mermaid and and go go through. So so that I think that is what we're missing, and I think playing Piro in in there in these types of games specifically doesn't work. And I think. I think it is just a minor tweak or two for me to have a yeah. decent plan B where we can actually unlock them. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and I think um, the sooner we get that plan B sorted, like in January, is is going to be better for us. Like I think going off some of I didn't hear all of Fark's uh, post match interview, but he he would never throw anyone under the bus or anything like that. He's fairly yeah. responsible, but you could hear it in what stuff he was saying that he did particularly want. A more creative player to come in, I think, is the undertones of what he was saying, in my opinion. Look at his Norwich teams. They're Buendia mm. yeah. and Puki. would press and, and Buendia who'd, who'd do the unlocking. And and that, that's the difference between how, what his success, I feel. Go on, Joe. Yeah. Would you, would you, because Leeds fans won't want to hear this, but we have to remember the non tos situation. So I think we would all accept him. This, he really wanted a Mira. He really, really wanted Amiri. Um, <clears throat> Amiri's not played at all for Leverkusen. 
Um, I speak to Lockyer's on my channel, who's, yeah, I mean, his football knowledge is, is pretty bob on, to be fair. Um, and he, he thinks Amiri would be perfect for what for what Leeds United need, or someone of that ilk. I still believe that Pirro wasn't Leeds' first choice. I, I, I believe they were waiting for Archer. Once Archer went to Sheffield United, they then pushed the button on Pirro. And to be fair, again, to Andrea and, and Lockyer's football knowledge much better than mine, they, they both said he, he, Pirro doesn't fit what the system. But Leeds United, because I, I think it's it's not wild to say that if we got promoted, he needs replacing anyway. That's a mad thing. I just don't think... Because yeah. we've bought a striker that can't press and we want a striker that presses. I don't know. It just Whereas Archer would have done that for us. Do you know what I mean? And Amiri would have been... So, listen, I don't want to hammer them too much because I think the recruitment's been good. Um, but <clears throat> I think a creative player does massively help this team. How he fits yeah. in, I think... I think Piro comes out, and that might mm. sound mad, uh, but Piro would have to come out because Rutter's phenomenal, isn't he? Uh, at the end of the day, he, and he, unless he's really... going to run about doing the pressing, that 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 I mean, and I'm, I'm not comparing Piro and Bamford here, but Bamford yeah, yeah. does do that, and, and, yeah, and yeah, he's, he you know he's he's relentless when it comes to pressing and push putting pressure on the back line. But unless Rutter's going to want to work hard, which he doesn't really, he likes to sit and sit and sometimes and just drop deep and mm. you know arrive late when when it looks. Confident, like we might get a chance or two. Um, you say so, yeah, go on, just, just one thing, man. It's like, um, we say that uh, Piro doesn't press, but Piro is sitting so far deep yeah, that he does, he's, he's not given the opportunity to press not the, front, to, uh, the back, uh, two. That's the thing. Though. So, I think when when you said there, Luke, rightly, that yeah, Bamford does do a lot of the pressing when he comes on, but that's because Bamford's played in the striker position once he comes on, he's not expected to play the 10 role that Piro has. So therefore, Bamford knows what he's meant to do. He knows he's meant to press. He knows he's meant to put pressure on the centre-backs, follow that ball as much as he can. Whereas Piro is in the middle and he's in that 10 role where he's within his rights to be floating around there and not necessarily pressing. Hmm. But if he plays up front, I could imagine that the press would be a lot more intense from him because he can't push forward that, yeah. that much forward as, as often as he's probably meant to in the system. Do you, do you know when it, when you, you, you mentioned as well about um, we get to the final third and then we play so narrow, which I do agree with you. You know, I do mm -hmm. agree with you. I think, you know, at Sunderland, that was one of the frustrating things for me. We brought on six strikes and then played so narrow. And I'm thinking if you just get it out wide and put it in the box, you, you're giving them something to deal with. And the one mm -hmm. time we did, Pirro has a against shot at goal that clears. Yeah. yeah Sorry, against yeah. Sunderland. Yeah, it gets cleared off the line. So I do agree with you. And I do think in tight spaces, and Smarty mentioned it in the, the comment, Pirro's not good. Piro mm. is not good in tight spaces because we see Rutter, Nonto, Somerville being able to pop it in at pace and it just gets popped off to him and it's little one-twos and sometimes it comes off and Rutter will turn his man and you're like, wow, how has he done that? Whereas Piro just does not have that quality for me anyway. So mm. I, I agree with you there mm. and I think Smarty was hitting the nail on the head. In, in open games, and you mentioned it, Luke, you know, in open games like against Ipswich, Piro has loads of space. He can get on the ball, he can turn, he can spray it and continue his run. Like he did against Millwall. Let's not forget that goal he scored yeah, yeah. against Millwall was arguably the best of the season for me. Yeah. So yeah. that was when there was space. So maybe Piro will be used, but in these sort of games, we do need that little tricky player, like a size. I'm just thinking Leeds United size, yeah, yeah. like a, a Pablo, you know, them players, even click to an extent, can could have been knocked to their level. But yeah, 
Um, get click back on loan. What's the situation in America now? Are they allowed to... <laughs> like Landon, Don Landon Donovan used to go to Everton and that. Let's just get clicking, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, but if he's if he's developed an American accent, then we might be a bit harsh on him. I've definitely messaged him in the off season, telling him to get his hold back to bleeding. <laughs> so he hasn't responded. Just, so. just speaking of this potential tricky number ten, what what is, what's your thoughts on this on on this guy? Do you think do you think Elias Chair would be a good shout? I'd take him tomorrow. Yeah. Would you? I would. Yeah. I don't he know was... how he's getting on this season. I know he's. He, I know last season They've he had turned a the corner, haven't they? They've yeah. turned the corner. They've got a new manager, Fuentes, um, who plays a certain brand of football. Um, and they're starting to pick up results now, QPR, and probably will mm. we'll get out of the relegation zone. I think Chair's been key to that. I think he came off the bench the other night and scored two goals or set them up or something. So, um, yeah, I think he'd be perfect for us. But it's whether or not QPR be willing to sell now with the new manager. You just don't know, That's do it. you? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like he, yeah. he, he was he was their danger outlet when we played them at Ellen Road. And every time he got on the ball, regardless of who was kind of pressing on him, whether it was Archie, whether it was Ampadu, whatever, you always felt like he could find that pass, regardless of who was on him. There was always something on for him. And, and yeah, I think he'd be a kind of player that we should be aiming for. Not necessarily yeah, that makeup that, 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 that yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I someone mentioned the number 10 at Millwall as well. Um, recently, Jan Fleming, well. I think. Zian yeah, Fleming is his name. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's meant to be, you know, doing bits down there for them as well. Yeah. I've not seen much of him now myself, but I think uh, he'd maybe be an option as well. He's not the big name player that we kind of yeah. arrogantly expect see, as Leeds fans, but you know, <laughs> see, for me, I think I, I I don't see us buying anybody in January because of the you know the inflated rates. Naturally, I see us looking to the loan market, uh, Premier League players. Um, both for a left back and and a ten, um, at least at the very least, um, potentially, you know, I expect offers will probably come in for Willie as well, which will probably entertain if they're if they're in the right sort of mark, you know regions. Um, he's not been getting much game time. Um, I just wanted to ask you both really quickly on the thoughts on. I know that I know you've done a video and, and spoke about this, Joe, already, but um, but thoughts on Jaden Anthony not getting many minutes and obviously. Sinistera coming back the other way. I mean, I've got my own thoughts on Sinny coming back, um, and I'm pretty sure a lot of Leeds fans share that, but that sentiment. But what, what, how would you feel about that? I suppose. And do, do we do we think what's the reality? Do we think it, it ever happen? I I do think there's a case that Anthony goes back. Um, I do think there's a case that Anthony goes back. Listen. People said pound shop fill here, whatever. I was told by someone, right? And again, you don't have to, you don't have to hear it. But I dropped a video back in October because I was told that Anthony's people have been contacted by other championship clubs. This was back in October to say, if there's an option, would you be up for it? Because ultimately, you're not getting game time. Since then, Stoke aside, where he played seventy minutes, he he's played a total of seventy-two minutes. In nine games. Now, he played 240-odd in four at Bournemouth in the Premier League. So, you can't tell me, even yesterday he didn't get brought on. You can't tell me he ain't saying to his agent, this loan ain't working. Now, I don't know if, I believe, and again, this, this is not any information. It's just what I believe. I don't think both loans depend on one another. Like, if they send us Sinny, we have to send them Anthony. Or if Anthony wants to go back, they must send us Sinny. I don't know if it works like that. But again, I'm, I'm not too sure. I don't think Sinny's coming back, and I don't think Leeds United are accepting back. Um, I, I guess it would have to work for all parties. 
Now, the Anthony one, if Leeds United can find a replacement, I go get a 10, for example. I know he's a left winger, but they'd probably be happy to go to get a 10. I think if all parties say, yeah, we're happy for him to go back, Jaden says, yeah, and Bournemouth go, yeah, we've already got a club who's willing to take him back on loan. Then unless I don't know, can he play for another are. club? I was just going to say you can only play for two in the same season, two so maybe he can't, bro. Yeah, maybe he can't. Yeah. Maybe it's yeah. I don't know, but I don't want. Listen, I say I don't want Cine back. I said I called Nonto a rat. Uh, you know, it's it. fickle. We are though. Cine comes back and plays. He he, he would be a perfect ten for me. Oh, I wouldn't have him back. But he would be yeah, in yeah. this league a perfect ten. Yeah. I, I hate him and I can't stand yeah, him. Yeah. <laughs> he would. And if he if he jumped in there and started to assist a game, people would soon forget about what had happened. Do you know what I mean? They would. Oh, they would. CNE, CNE, like, uh, uh, <laughs> it takes some time. Don't get me wrong. He'd probably yeah, get booed yeah. and he'd have to yeah, yeah. be on him to turn it around. But uh, mm. but yeah, I, I mean, as it goes, we're, we're fickle football fans, and whatever the club's doing well, we we don't give a flying shit. Yeah, exactly. To be honest. Um, Cool. Um, Jay, morning, mate. He was meant to be joining me this morning, but he uh, couldn't get out of his lair. Uh, so good morning. Um, uh, Paul Brennan, the stats from yesterday show that we had 20 shots with six on target. Coventry only had seven uh, with three on target, I think you remember rightly. So we doubled and we trebled the total amount of shots on target and doubled their, uh, sorry, do- trebled their total amount of shots almost and doubled their shots on target. We just couldn't put our chances away. Look, that Dan James chance that w- when he went down for a penalty... Anybody else in those positions probably scores. Yeah. I know Dan James has yeah. been good this season, but I think I think any put anybody else in those positions and and, and there's two goals there for us. I think um he goes down because like you said earlier, lads, that he, he probably didn't have the confidence in his ability to finish against the two centre backs or whatever. But he's got in such a good position there where he's got in front of them. Yeah. Now, if he makes the effort to have a shot on goal and then gets clobbered. He gets that penalty. I think it's the fact that he yeah. doesn't make the effort on goal. He's so that... quick as well. He could have even knocked it round the keeper or but anything. That's the do thing. You know I mean? yeah. There's so he, many he, options there. He picks it up and he, he gets in front of them before, literally about a second before he enters the 18-yard box and he's in the best position to A, have a shot and B, if he swings his leg at that, you guarantee that one of their legs is going to clip his foot. Yes, yes, something like that, and and he he completely calves it, and then he gets the penalty. But because he went down, and as soon as he goes down, he kind of slides around and looks at the ref like that, and you're like, you're not getting that. You nah. get that if you get clobbered. Yeah. That you haven't got clobbered there. You've you've gone yeah. down knowing think, that you've got t- defenders think, tied on your back. I think had not, had he not had such a good season so far, we would be hounding him for those. For oh those, yeah, Mister yesterday. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Um, I, I did at the early parts of the season, Luke. I was mm. battering him, but now I can yeah. say, do you know what? He's been great, so I ain't going to do that. This is when people yeah, say, "Oh, yeah. you hate a certain player." No, <laughs> they drop in and out of form. Do you know what I mean? And and yeah. for me, Dan James, like even yesterday, people saying because I've been going, I think Nonto should be given a chance. But actually, when I watched that game, okay, Dan wasn't amazing going forward, but defensively in that first half, Dan James was exceptional yesterday. And he defensively, covered, yeah, that's what I'm saying. In the first half, defensively yeah. was amazing. If oh, he yeah. wasn't there. We don't know what might have happened in them little moves they had because he just kept coming mm. and winning the ball back. So, yeah, he's got to stay in in the lineup for me. But I do mm. think Nonto because Daniel Farker in the presser kept talking about players not taking their opportunity. I do think yesterday was the first time that sub came on and properly impacted the game in Nonto. So there is a case for Nonto to start against Ipswich for me, and I would remove Piro. That would be my preferred option. 
Yeah, I, I, I've said on here a few times, Joe, that uh, we haven't seen, like, obviously the best of Nanto since he's come back from his injury. And any time he has come on, he's been more defensive-minded than he has been attacking-minded. Yeah. So we haven't seen what an impact he can actually have. Now, I think over the last two or three games, we've started to see that. Against Sunderland, he was he was very creative. He got on the ball a lot, won a lot of free kicks out wide, gave their 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 uh, their right or left back a, a torrid time of it. Huggins, ex Leeds player, um, gave him a torrid time. But we're, we're I think we're starting to see what he can actually bring to a team when we're trying to put the pressure on now because he's he's been told go on and just run at players because he can clearly see it every time we got the ball yesterday in our defence, and I was I mentioned it earlier that. We were so slow to get it out to him out wide. Every time we got that ball, he was he, had, he was getting chalk on his boots. He was that far wide and forward that we just that was clearly what he was being told: get forward at any opportunity. And he wasn't sitting back. He, he defended when he needed to, but he was there wasn't many opportunities where he had to come back and and put in a shift trying to cover at, uh, at you know help out at left back and stuff. You know. Mm. Can I just yeah, say no. as well, Luke? So, sorry, Luke. Yeah. I'm, no go. I'm, I'm full of thinking like. <laughs> for those that were like saying stuff last night, like do you know last night we were talking, and again for anyone who's who's losing the 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 shit on Farker, so about Farker not having a plan and all this sort of stuff, and we need a different manager. So Johnny Cooper has again put another tweet out right to say Rutter has assisted five of Somerville's goals this season, the most from one player to another in the league. They've created between them thirty-two chances for each other. Now Daniel Farker is the reason for that. Because, okay, you have to say they're individually brilliant and individually better than the most in the league. I get all that. But the plan is clearly working because if it wasn't, they wouldn't be creating 32 chances for each other. So that is, it's a lot. It's a championship high. That's it's It's better than Ipswich players. It's better than Leicester players. So... To say that Farker isn't being able to engineer that, because this is the thing. If it was just them, let's drop Jesse Marsh into this team. Let's drop Neil Warnock into this team. Let's drop Sam Allardyce into this team. Do you think Rutter and Somerville are creating 32 chances for each other? No, they're not. They couldn't get a game under on 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 the big Could I throw a curveball at that one just for a second, Joe, and be like, um, if they've created 32 chances between them, why haven't we got more goals? Well, that's yeah, not on, not that's not on Farker. That's, no, agreed. No, no, I'm not saying that's on on Farker or anything like, but it just shows that we 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 clearly need to work on our finishing if we're we're creating that many chances and yeah. not putting away the goals. And I think it's a great stat because it does highlight something that we do go through those two an awful lot. And if Johnny Cooper's putting out stats like that. Then where def- then then you can bet your arse there's other managers looking at that going right isolate those two and what do they have after that, so you're kind of there's swings and roundabouts with stats like that I think when you when you yeah. dig a little deeper into it and sometimes that the plan B could be to veer away from that, veer yeah. away from the rely reliance on having those two on the ball all the time, yeah use yeah. other players yeah. bring them into the game a little bit more completely completely um. Fly through a few more of these comments quickly. Um, yesterday feels like a loss. Still trust. This is from Mark Barlow. Still trust and believe in Farker. I honestly believe bringing. I honestly think bringing a left back in and a ten into the squad gets us through a game like yesterday. 
It's hard to disagree, isn't it? I think I think mm. I think the main thing for me is a creative player of some sort, of some ill. I, I don't think the left back was the biggest problem yesterday. I do think it is this unlocking teams that play this low block and ten men behind the ball, including the goalkeeper, and leave leave one player up and, and hope for a bit of luck. So I think I think yeah, I think it's spot on, mate. Um Alan Kennedy says, in my opinion, we're a better team playing fast moving forward, not slowing the game down, and with a better use of the squad and having players in the right places, i.e. left back, left back, uh JS and, and Archie. Jed Spence yes. in and Archie. All ah, right. Yeah. yeah, look, yeah, and again another great shout. Like Archie ideally for us would be better in midfield, but I thought Kamara and Ampadu were really good yesterday. So we're not whilst we're not creating anything, they're still not looking out of place. I don't think that's I don't think that's I think it's further forward the issue. I think I think we've, I think the biggest issue for us is just to go back to what you said. Then we've created, sorry, they've created just those two players alone, thirty-two chances for each other. Now their return is they got seven and, and eight got seven. Some of on ten goals now, isn't he? He's on ten. Yeah, yeah. And ten goals and six assists or something. And what's what's Rutter on goals wise? I think he's only on four or five. Is it? So if I have a look uh, in terms of goals, uh, Somerville 10, Pirro 8, Dan James 7. Uh, yeah, Rutter's, a, Rutter's not, not up there. But like, even if we to like, when you go on, um, like goal involvements are insane. Like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. goals and assists for the teams, just mad. Like, you know, so, Somerville's got 16 goal involvements. Rutter's got 13. So that's goals and assists. And then Dan James has 11. Joel Pirro nine, so we can't say it, it isn't working because if you look at the other names up there, like Adam Armstrong at Southampton, is the only mm-hmm. Southampton player up that list. Yeah, Sammy yeah. Schmodix at Blackburn is the only Blackburn player on that list. Whereas Leeds United have a hell of a lot of players within that top ten, which shows you that as a unit and as a setup, we are doing what's required. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's just mm. it, it is just that, and it's frustrating because. When we were doing it under Marcelo, it was Bamford that was the problem, not putting his goal chances away. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he had so many yeah. chances in that season, and and it's almost like we're reliving that. But but we're not to an extent because any other season we're top of the league here and we're, mm. and we're flying. You know, it's worth. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a freak season playing. to be in the championship is, in in, in regards to our position and our points tally at the moment. Like to to say that Leicester came down with us and and they're in the position they're in is. Like you don't expect that. Like we all thought they've lost this player, they've lost that player, that they're, they're going to absolutely calf it, and then they've come out and hit the, hit the ground so running and they go. just We're not even halfway. Yeah. Not even halfway. Look, at the end of the day, right, that we lost eleven point lead and eleven point lead at the top of the championship. And we ended up finishing third. And Sheffield United sneaked in on finishing you know, where? third. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, Joe, that doesn't go away, man. That's on a fucking regular basis with these douchebags. But um, it's uh, I think it's a, it's it's just a freak season, like, and and the yeah. fact that you could like we could easily sneak that second spot within the last three or four weeks if we're close enough, you know. <laughs> yeah, that season, that that twenty eighteen season, we were top at Christmas, and we were yeah. the first team ever to 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 not be promoted at Christmas, which shows how f- much of a freak the championship can be. Mm. Do you yeah. know what? Well, we haven't actually lost ground on Ipswich. That's the yeah, main thing. No, yeah, yeah. they didn't win, there. and we didn't lose. Do you know what I mean? So we're actually as you yeah. were. 
Yeah. yeah. And they, people were they, okay with that prior to the kickoff yesterday. The kick- <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's mad. And that will have, that will have taken a lot out of it since that that, that old farm derby yeah, yesterday. Yeah, it was, that yeah, will it, was have, they, they, it was a tough game, yeah. I mean, yeah. there should have been a few more bookings for me. Morsi probably should have got booked in the first half, which yeah. would have been nice. Um and then we've got our referee was an absolute joke yesterday. They were both the crap. They were both crap. Was Their bad, game was bad man. and ours was yeah. bad. He was so bad, man. Yeah. Really I bad. Don't... Like he, there was opportunities. I was saying to Luke earlier on. I was like, there, there was opportunities where they could have been down to ten men within the first five minute, five or first half. Like, I, I turned to one of my mates and he was like, "Come on, book them." And I was like, "What they've done is, is if you watch it back, the full game, there's been five fouls on Somerville, and every, every, yeah, and 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 every foul was by a different player." So unless it's a severely bad challenge, which they weren't, but they weren't, so they couldn't get booked on their first challenge. Mm. So five mm. professional hard fouls on Somerville by five different players. You, there's no ref in the land that's going to book a player on, on his first tackle, like really, unless it's, you know, a, a, a goal scoring opportunity or he's last man or, you know, it's a two footer, you can send him off or anything like mm. that. It's, yeah, yeah. I, I I agree. The ref was shocking yesterday, but in relation to <laughs> their tactics and how they 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 bossed the the tackles on on Somerville, they they got it spot on in that way because they had five yeah. big challenges on them, five different players. Ref was kind of looking, going right. You, you're the first player to yeah, you know, yeah. first tackle. So I was I was really really. I was really welcoming of the new ruling when they said they're going to let play flow a little bit more, the referees, mm-hmm. and maybe not book as much and not and things. But it seems, I mean, it, it seems to be come to our detriment this season because we've got more skillful, better players. Uh, mm-hmm. and that that Dan James against uh, Borough was absolutely smashed to pieces by mm-hmm. by, by Borough, and yeah. uh, you know we've looked at we've been coming out relatively unscathed from him. So, but yeah, stand the referee and dog shit. Um, Couple more you, comments. Go on, sorry. Sorry, Joe. Joe, you were going to mention something yeah, there before. Yeah, I just wanted to get in. Um, and I, yeah, I'll take it, mate. Hugh Hefner, I've got a blue one as well, man. It's a blue <laughs> one, I, can't uh, I just need the women to go along with it, mate. If you know some women who are willing to be, you know, we'll, we'll sort it. Um, so I've just seen a tweet there from the second tier. I know a lot of Leeds fans don't like them right now, but after seven games, yeah, Preston were top of the championship winning 19 points from a possible 21 and only conceding five goals. They've now won three games in 15 and conceded the most goals in the division. So that tells you how quick this division goes back. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying Leicester and Ipswich are going to do that by any stretch of the imagination. Mm -hmm. But Cal made a great point about us losing an 11-point lead. It happens and it It may happen and could happen. We -hmm. could fall off and drop out of the playoffs. I don't think we will, but we could. Do you know what I mean? So there is time. And I'm like, I think, I just wish we could just remove Leicester and Ipswich from everyone's mind because we'd all be sat here going, it's all right, man. It's yeah, all right. Good. But instead, I feel that I'm on this, like, and I think you, as I said, it's like, I have to defend Farka. I have to defend the team. Why are you all getting so angry? Why are you comparing him with one of the worst managers we ever had in Jesse March? Why are you doing this? Like, relax. It's okay. Do you know what I mean? Anyway. Yeah. yeah, Justin Thomas is that JT? No, it's not JT. No, no it's no, a different. It's a different no. JT. We call this one JT. <laughs> Bramford is a proper number nine. He ain't better than Bamford. Who is he talking about? Oh, I think Ben Brer, Ben Brer and Diaz has been mentioned oh. in the comments again. 
Um, don't worry about that. Yeah. Um, one final uh, comment then from from Alan Kennedy, who said uh, the fact that Daniel Farker wanted a mirror in this summer makes me think Nook Hammond. I think that might be his cousin. Um, uh, <laughs> Nick Hammond and the team will have been well have been doing work in the background for a ten and a left back in January. Look, that's what they're paid to do. That is what mm-hmm. that's their job. So if they haven't been doing work in the background, then they're not get, they're getting paid for something yeah. they're not doing. So all will become clear. I think we're looking a little bit too far. We've got we've got a lot to we've got to lot a lot to get through and a lot to to do before before January even comes around. But I think uh, I think like I, I I agree with you, Joe, in terms of transfer activity. I think we will be relatively busy, but I think it'll be predominantly loans for me. I don't see us spending too much money in terms of finances and uh, and transfers. Boys, we've got we, we've got three games left this month in December. We've got Ipswich at home. We've got Preston away and West Brom away. What do you see? What do tough you games. See? Yeah, very tough. Uh, I don't think Preston. I think we'll batter Preston if I'm honest. Just yeah. to inform the run. I think seven yeah. points. Yeah, I'd take that. Yeah, yeah. I'd take seven points from them three. I could see at, at, at least five, but I don't think yeah, that would be bad. But it, it, in context, it would be horrendous. But mm. Five wouldn't be a bad shout, but I mean, but if the three came from Ipswich, the five wouldn't be too bad, yeah, yeah. No, however, however, if we beat Ipswich and then drew to Preston, everyone would be going wild saying, What the fuck's yeah. going on? And do you know what I mean? But <laughs> yeah, so that's no, just, I, I mean, that's again, it's context. Uh, we yeah. say now that we'd take five points over those three games or wouldn't be too bad, but if we draw with Ipswich and beat Preston, people would be yeah. buzzing. But if we beat West Brom away, it's draw with it. Oh, West yeah, fixture. Really very tough. tough. That's very that's really where I think our one point will come from, yeah. I think we'll beat Yeah, I think we'll beat Ipswich, and I think we'll beat yeah. Preston as well. Uh, and I yeah. think, yeah, we'll probably get a draw down at, at West Brom, ideally. But I think I would take five points at this stage. Yeah, yeah. five to seven points would be a good return, I think. And and yeah. the fact that uh, Leicester and Ipswich play each other twice in a month, if we yeah. can, like I, I I've said yeah. for weeks on, there's here, a long, long way. Like, man. Oh, we're out of this. We're this and that. I was like, yeah, well, let's just catch second place. Forget about first. We can yeah. still go up automatically in second. So the way I'm looking at it is Ipswich play Leicester twice in a month. If we can beat them and Ipswich or Leicester can beat them twice, yeah. that, that's them brought yeah, back into maybe, you know, to, to bleeding, what, three or four, two or three points then within touching distance of Ipswich then. I'm more concerned about second place. Forget first place. Forget it. Just just concentrate on second. Yeah. Uh, yes, Rosa, like your... Um... Your prediction there, nine points, believe. Look, we've been we've been on over an hour already this morning. Uh, Joe, mm. thank you ever so much for, uh, no for joining Carl and myself. Uh, really yeah, nice appreciate one, Joe. It. Um, are you doing a anything later on? Do you know yet? Uh, Maybe no, I'm, yeah, I'm still waiting, still waiting, <laughs> man. Still waiting. <laughs> <laughs> so Joe might be on the final word later. He might not. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know if I'm getting pied on a date or not yet. Let's wait. Let's wait. Let's wait. <laughs> right. Yes, yes, yes. I, think, I think I'm getting pied. Last night I got like, oh, I didn't get in till late. And I'm thinking, you're laying the groundwork for a pie. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell it a mile away. Like oh, 100%. Man. Like, oh, this happened and this happened. And then tomorrow, like, oh, I didn't get much sleep. I'm like, fuck it off. <laughs> Final word is. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so you might catch Joe later. You might not. Depends if he's uh, if he's gonna get 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 lucky. But um, just wanted to show you one very very thing, one one thing very very quickly. Um, and 
uh, yeah, it just just goes to show what these games mean at Ellen Road to these 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 smaller clubs. Shall we, can we can we call them within the um, within the, the division? Um, let me just share this. I don't know if you'll be able to hear it. It did work for you, Joe, but it might not for me. So let me just share this. If you haven't seen it. That that is it's embarrassing, isn't it? That is Coventry City in King's Cross Station after getting a draw with Leeds United. That just goes to show what it means to these clubs, doesn't it? It's pathetic, and, and isn't it? That that song doesn't really make any sense after a one-all draw because they said they keep fighting till they win and they fucking drew. Like, I mean, and they said they're talking about beating City and Spurs yeah. and Chelsea. It's like, what what are we doing here? You don't um, even know where their fucking grounds are, lads. You've been there that long, like. Their gra- their ground their grounds owned by a rugby club in it. It is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't yeah. still own them. They played anyway, in we digress for a few years, didn't they? And then Birmingham. Yeah, we digress. But yeah, thanks yeah. ever so much, everybody, for your comments. Do hit like and, and subscribe. And if you don't already, go over and, and watch some of Josh Joe Football Show's videos. Um, we'll be back Tuesday night for the main pod. Uh, yeah. The last one before Christmas, I believe. Oh, no, there'll be there'll be a Brad and Coke after Ipswich. There will um, indeed. Before Christmas. Um, but th- we might put some Santa out some video Tuesday or something like that. But, uh, some Christmas jumpers on the map. Yeah, who knows? Uh, yeah. Again, enjoy the rest of your weekends, whatever you're doing. Be safe. And uh, yeah, we will see you Tuesday. Cheers. Bye-bye. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for listening to another Otto Better podcast, the Independent League United podcast. 
You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at or to know better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi and Coke after match podcasts. We've three years worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.